welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for stopping by to check out my May 2020 Passive Income Report, where I'm going to walk you through the numbers for my passive income e-commerce businesses that are all complementary And all of them together, I call Ryan's Method Passive Income. It is not by chance that I do these things. Really, the way it works is if you're good at one of them, you're probably qualified to excel and succeed at another one. Like if you're good at Amazon Merch, you can probably make money pretty easily through Amazon KDP. And if you can make sales through FBA, well, guess what? You're probably going to crush it on Amazon Merch and you can still take that same Seller Central account and sell print on demand through that. And I call that dropship print on demand sales. And like I said, KDP, again, there's a lot of intersections at Amazon, but a lot of times you can take what you're selling on a big platform like Amazon. By the way, it's not coincidence that I keep saying Amazon. They are the world's largest e-commerce platform. But you can take what you're selling there and sell it other places because, believe it or not, not every customer goes straight to Amazon. I personally don't go straight to Amazon when I want to buy stuff, which I know is weird because I sell so much on Amazon. But anyways, guys, that's what I call Ryan's Method Passive Income. And um, if you want to learn more, obviously, link's in the description. Or you can drop me a comment and ask any questions you got. I'd be happy to help. But let's dive into my numbers for May. Starting with Amazon FBA. So I did 1,337 sales that brought in $27,050 of revenue of which I got to keep $5,986 as profit. Uh, Clearly I made a typo there in my margin. Um, I believe my margin was about 22% and my profit to date is $31,000 from Amazon FBA. Uh, Scrolling down through here, um, you know, without giving you the niches, The one thing I'll say, because each one of these bars right here in the bar chart represents a uh, specific product and it sales over the month. The previous chart here is representing the actual days of the month and my sales, units sold, um, and profit. But I think the next chart's a little bit more interesting. This one. Whoops. This one. And um, the one thing I'll say is like my, what's usually my best selling uh, niche is in lower demand because I'm selling to businesses. A lot of businesses are closed. Um, another niche that I had the organic rank three on a very competitive product, that has is an interesting story. I know I don't want to go on forever, but I tried to reorder, and I think I told you guys this in my previous income report, that I sold almost 350 units in a single day, and Amazon was only letting me send in for my next shipment to FBA to the fulfillment by Amazon warehouses, like 650 units or some absurdly low level, right? And they lifted that that restriction a couple weeks ago and I'm able to redo the shipment and send in the full number. But wait, it gets interesting here. So it's not problem solved because I placed a big reorder, but in China, they didn't, I mean, in China, I'm not trying to classify the whole country, but like my supplier for this product did not get, they weren't able to get all of the raw materials needed to produce it. And they tried to punt my order to August. And I said, look, you know, these, these products are pretty expensive. I was like, I paid my 30% deposit up front. How about fulfill the number of products that that covers? And then I'll reorder the next portion of the shipment when you have the materials to produce it. So guys like supply chain breakdown is a real thing. It doesn't necessarily like we may see the end result product and not see it on the shelves and think that the supply chain broke down. But like where it really starts to break down 
is in the raw materials that go into the manufacturing plant to produce the final product. And when those aren't available, then you're going to start seeing things not on shelves. And I mean, I'm seeing, I'm experiencing it firsthand. So that's going to kind of put a dent in my sale of that product, which is a bit seasonal and I'm not going to be able to keep it in stock like I'd like to during its peak demand, but hey, it is what it is, guys. That said, this actually presents in my mind an opportunity for new FBA sellers to get products ranked in competitive spaces because the people who normally dominate the niche may just be sold out. That's very feasible. Or they're sold out because they weren't able to send in the number of units to FBA that they normally need because Amazon put restrictions on what they consider to be non-essential items. So interesting thing to consider. I definitely think now is a great time to jump into FBA if you guys have been dragging your feet, thinking about it for a while, because again, like the competition right now is not what it normally is. And you can get sales on products that you would have struggled to rank otherwise. Um, Advertising, I've really spent a lot less uh, money advertising my products because my normal bids are higher than they need to be right now. And it's tough to go in if you're running a lot of different, um, I mean, it's not like I can't handle it, but you do have to be pretty proactive. And what I've noticed is like, I can just turn off these advertising campaigns and I don't see much change in my sales. Again, for reasons like I just mentioned with probably related to like supply chain and just in general uh, inventory issues. So I've disabled a lot of my advertising right now. And I mean, I'm still selling, like I, I didn't launch any new products yet in 2020. So I'm not, like if I had a new product and it wasn't getting organic visibility, of course I'd be advertising. But my more established ones, I'm not really feeling the the pain of not advertising them. And then go check out my YouTube video from maybe a month ago where I talked about my lowball uh, CPC bidding strategy, which right now I'm saying like go get a list of like not just your really valuable keywords, but some fringe keywords. Put in really low bids on those keywords and see if you can get any traction. Like you might be surprised at how much visibility you can get for very cheap uh, right now on Amazon. All right, moving on to Amazon Merch. I did 97 sales in Amazon Merch's return. Um, obviously, they're still dragging their feet on reactivating the full catalog. At least I believe that's the case because when I look over at my Merch Informer, um, I don't see very many buyable products out of my catalog. I actually, I'll just give you the number. I see 1,116 of 18,488. So that is 6% of my products are buyable and the other 94% I guess aren't. So that would explain why my sales are pretty low. Um, at the same time, $327, you know, I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, average royalty $3.38. And it's nice just to be able to talk about Amazon merch um, without just kind of passing over it the way I had to a month ago uh, because it was closed altogether. And now at least we can get some sales, but uh, things are not exactly normal. Uploading is still paused. I've seen a lot of people talking uh, within some of the Facebook communities. Um, By the way, check out my Facebook communities for Amazon merch, link in the description. Um, If you're interested, if you want to hang out, but I'm going to let you guys know, I'll be the first person to tell you when uploading is resumed to Amazon merch. And those of you guys that are looking to apply for a merch account, which I've seen a lot of people talking about in the groups, my suggestion is to just wait till uploading resumes. Now I have heard of some people, very few that actually got accepted into Amazon merch recently, but it makes no sense. You're getting an account and you can't use it. You can't upload. So I'm, I'm saying you should probably wait till Amazon merch uh, resumes uploading to apply for an account. Dropship print on demand. I did 404 sales generated $2,080 of profit and 
my most dominant platform, as usual, Amazon.com. 305 sales came through there. Uh, Amazon.co.uk did 25 sales. eBay, two sales. Etsy, I don't know why I should just delete Etsy. I'm never getting my account back. Zero. You know what's funny about Etsy is I've had people like messaging me saying, hey, like I bought from you in the past. Where's your shop? And I'm like, I wonder if I can just send them a link to my products on Amazon. It's like Etsy's engineers go so far above and beyond to try to write these matching algorithms so that if they close your account, you can't open a new account. And it's like that time could have been spent on preventing Etsy sellers from like just sending links to Amazon or any other non-Etsy website. You, you think Amazon lets you send a link to Etsy? I highly doubt it. And anyways, of course I was able to. I sent the guy a link to my Amazon. I was like, yeah, just buy it here. So if you guys were wondering, you can do that. Uh, Redbubble, 138 sales. Spreadshirt, three sales. Public 89 sales. So Public crushing. Uh, Teespring, zero. Zazzle, four sales. Uh, this is a chart of my Amazon Seller Central and Printful integration. Those of you guys that... I'm sorry, I know it gets confusing and I talk fast and I assume that um, everybody's been following me since day one. But like, people have asked what the difference is between selling through... Amazon Seller Central and through Amazon Merch. There are multiple ways of selling on Amazon. Amazon Merch is a special portal that is unique to Amazon Merch, to that program. They have a special team. They all have the same parent company, Amazon. They have the same overlord, Jeff Bezos, but like they kind of operate independently of each other, but at the same time, it's intermingled because they're all abiding by the same rules of pushing products to the Amazon catalog ultimately. And when you push a catalog to the Amazon, when you push a product to the Amazon catalog through Amazon Merch, it's hitting this probably the same API for product creation that Printful uses when you use the Printful integration to create a listing. The big difference, obviously, is like Amazon Merch operates a certain way, Printful operates a certain way. They're completely separate. Um, Amazon Merch products are prime eligible. Printful, you have to. I mean, you're responsible for customer service. You get more insight, more customer data. With Amazon Merch, we don't get any customer data. Those are Amazon's customers. When we sell through Seller Central, we at least get to like interact with the customer if we want to. Um, so, And it's also considered FBM, not FBA. With FBA, you have prime eligible products, but you pay up front for those products. With FBM, you can sell like print on demand. It's not going to be prime eligible, but we pay after the sale takes place. So it's a very low barrier of entry way of making money selling products online because you're not having to fork over money up front like the only real fee is the $40 a month for seller central but if you're serious about about this stuff then you can easily make that $40 um, back through making sales so and I have a full course that walks you through the printful Amazon integration amongst other things Etsy eBay Redbubble printful T public uh, I said printful already anyways yeah check that out link in the description if you want to learn uh and here's a breakdown of my profit from the top four platforms. Amazon.com, 1,246. Redbubble, 389. Uh, Amazon.co.uk, 259. Public, $160. And I mean, I should always just remind you guys that like I'm doing this stuff pretty passively. Like I'm spending a lot of my days watching the stock market trading options recently because I think there's been a lot of opportunity there that is not like necessarily always there with volatility being as high as it is and things being kind of crazy in the world. Um, so, I mean, it's not like I'm spending my whole day on, on print on demand. Not that like I couldn't if I wanted to, but I also have tools that automate a lot of the stuff and I've kind of boiled these workflows down to a point where they're not, 
it's not really that hard anymore. You know what I mean? But I've been at it for over three years. So I'm at that point, you know, and I, and, and as a web developer slash tech person my whole life, like I'm always focused on finding those, um, if, if it's possible to automate something, make it simpler, give give myself an edge. I'm always taking it. So all that stuff shared in the dropship print on demand course. All right. KDP, uh, 62 sales, $116 profit, average royalty, $1.88. Uh, I know those numbers aren't blowing anybody away. Um, I've been taking the lazy route with KDP lately where I'm really just converting my print on demand, like t-shirt and coffee mug designs into book covers and selling like low. That's really, you know what I mean? Like that's like the, the easiest way you could possibly approach KDP is through that process. I just described, I can do all that with minimal effort and I use uploader. I use an automation uploader through Merch Titans. Link in the description if you want to check that out. I also have a free tutorial, by the way, on my blog. If you want the link, uh, drop me a comment and I'll give it to you. But yeah, so I'm up, I'm uploading on autopilot and it's like, could I spend more time on KDP books? Absolutely. Like I've also been uploading puzzles recently, but I'm still working on like fine-tuning a workflow to get that done with as few kinks as possible while also maximizing coverage because KDP gives us the ability to upload a thousand books a week and you know my motto, more more designs on more products on more marketplaces equals more money. So if I can get a thousand books a week done, I'm going to try to get a thousand books a week done. I'm just working on that puzzle workflow. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be sharing that with the people uh, in my KDP course, maybe not publicly on YouTube, but check out my video from like two days ago or three days ago where I showed you how on PuzzleWiz, you can generate unique Sudoku puzzle interiors and it maybe takes 30 seconds to do. So really valuable, really awesome software from the uh, makers of uh, Merch Informer and BookBolt. Did I say BookBolt? It's called PuzzleWiz, sorry. But it's from the owners of BookBolt. All right, uh, another cool aspect, guys, of KDP, if you're not on KDP, is that unlike Amazon Merch, when you push a new product to the platform and it's you have to select what marketplace for it to be available for sale on, with KDP, you push a product, it's, I mean, you still have to check a box, but it's available on all of the predominant Amazon international marketplaces, so these are basically print-on-demand books, and they have the production capacity in all of their major international markets, and your listings become available there. So this is like a massive, massive opportunity. And I mean, you know, I made $116 this month from KDP on basically autopilot, but it's worth remi- reminding you guys, like in my first 10 weeks on the platform, which was from October 2019 through December 2019, 10 weeks, I made profit. And that's all in those income reports, by the way. You can check it out uh, on my YouTube channel or on my blog. Last but not least, guys, Google Ads. This is kind of the unrelated part of my Ryan's Method Passive Income, but I was able to bring in just under $1,500 profit. Uh, My YouTube channel, I've been making more of an effort to drop videos more regularly. I also had somebody reach out that's really successful on YouTube and they wanted help with print on demand. So he helped me with YouTube. I helped him with print on demand. And I'm seeing some of the benefits already. So that's been good. Um, By the way, if you guys haven't subscribed to my channel yet, I would love to have you. Um, If I start uploading videos that you don't like, you can always unsubscribe. And if you want to be alerted next time I drop a video, by the way, that little bell icon next to the subscribe button, all you have to do is click that and Google will let you know when I drop a video. I do that all the time to my favorite channels. You should give it a shot. Um, And I run a website I built in college and it brought in $433 of advertising revenue on 1.1 million page views, 2.1 million ad impressions. The one interesting thing that happened (laughs) as evidenced by this chart unexpectedly was my website was trending on Reddit and that wasn't through me trying to advertise it. 
uh, completely organic. And on that day, I didn't know what was happening, but people kept reaching out to me on the contact form. And I looked at my ad ad revenue and I was like, holy crap, I made over a hundred bucks on like a, I don't know what day of the week it was, but it wasn't on like a normal day. That was pretty cool. And um, moving on to my Google Analytics for the month, if you guys are interested, and my YouTube channel. I need to update the uh, earnings. Forgot to do that. I'll do that after I finish this video. But my estimated revenue in May was it cracked a thousand dollars for the first time. So that's awesome to you know enter the next like you know add another digit to the number, uh, one thousand fifty eight dollars thirty two cents, and. You know, again, I'm being a little bit more strategic. Thanks, thanks to learn. By the way, you know, guys, if you're new to something and you know there's profit potential, it's okay to ask somebody who's been doing it for help. Just saying, like, I, like I learned so much from this guy because he's been at it for like twice as long, or no, probably three or four times longer than me. And um, you know, I helped him with print on demand. We both got to hit the fast forward button on our businesses, and it was mutually beneficial. Uh, I gained. I don't know if I updated this either. I think I gained more than 1,400 subscribers last month. Um, currently sitting at 14,000. So that's really cool, guys. By the way, if you haven't subscribed, do me a huge favor and consider hitting that big red subscribe button. If you want to be alerted the next time I drop a video, the little bell icon, you can click that and Google will let you know. I click that on all of my favorite channels personally because I'm watching YouTube all day while I work. And, um, you know, it's worth giving a shot if you've never tried it because it's real easy to undo. You can one click turn off those notifications as well anyways guys that brings me back to the top and again just to recap amazon fba accounted for five thousand nine hundred eighty six dollars and sixty nine cents of profit amazon merch three hundred twenty seven dollars sixty two cents of profit dropship print on demand two thousand eighty dollars sixty one cents of profit amazon kdp one hundred sixteen dollars eighty one cents of profit and google ads one thousand four hundred ninety one dollars fifty five cents of profit for the grand total, and it just barely cracked the five-figure mark on the month, but $10,003.28 of total profit, guys. So, um, you know, given the fact that the world is kind of in a weird place right now, again, it's still, you know, things are definitely not back to normal, and I'm going to refrain from calling this the new normal. Uh, certainly, it's it's affected my e-commerce businesses not in a positive way, but I'm still hitting the five-figure profit mark, knock on wood. Um, and hopefully next month, we'll be continuing on an upswing. Uh, but anyways, guys, thank you for watching this video. Hit that like button to let the YouTube algorithm know what's up. I appreciate you, and I'll see you at the next video.